Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Now with the MLB app, you can get baseball your way. Pick your favorite team, your favorite players, and get customized highlights, stories, and breaking news right on your home feed. Follow the action with Game Tip, where 3D replays add another dimension. Plus, notifications can keep you connected to every pitch, every hit, every game. The MLB app. Baseball, your way. Download it now for free from the App Store or Google Play. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trade parts used with permission. Hello, Austin, Texas. You're listening to The Home Team with Troy and Wyatt, where we bring sports and money together for your education and entertainment. If you have any questions about anything we say today, please reach out to me at loansfromtroy.com or give me a call at 855-299-HOME. And as always, Wyatt is available on the Facebook. The Facebook. That is The Home Team 512. And this segment is brought to you by Security National Mortgage, where we turn houses into homes by financing your American dream. And hello, everyone. This is going to be an interesting one because... I think it's going to be an interesting one. I think it's going to be too. It's it's a so, it's a big topic right now. Well, you know, last week, you know, you you I was excited. You were excited. I still I mean, am. I still am. I hadn't seen, and I will tell you, yeah, that because of your excitement, it rubbed off on me. Okay. And I watched. I, I showed up a little late. It was already one to nothing. Yeah. Um, and I left a little early. You know, uh, you know, they'd already won. I so you're talking you about know, uh, Vietnam the, against Vietnam, right? And um. And I watched it, and I didn't get the excitement. I just, and then again, it's not fair enough. I didn't get the excitement, but I don't know why. But I'll be the, honest. I'll be honest. I will say that the the reason why I think I didn't get the excitement is because I have finally started watching soccer because mm-hmm. it's it's an interesting sport. Um, yeah. but I've been watching the Austin FC, right? And that is a is a you know top five U.S. competitive soccer team right so those guys are good i mean the austin fc's they're good and as far as the women's go they're good and watching the women's soccer was was i mean corner kicks they would like kick it over and it's just i I was not as excited watching it as watching the austin fc fair enough because of the quality of play fair enough um and so i mean that's and it's preference right and and, yeah yeah and that's just but that but that doesn't mean anything i watched the whole game but so, but I turned. I started late, and I turned it off early because in soccer, the one thing that drives me nuts right. is, "Hey, it's over. We're gonna add maybe eight minutes." Okay, the eight minutes <laughs> over. We're gonna add another two minutes. I'm it's like, like, it's like the two a, minutes it's over. Like we're gonna a, add another thirty seconds. It's I'm like, like a, it's like an arbitrary number two. Sometimes, like, how it's they like, really, yeah, right. You know, and it's like it's over, it up, yeah. but they're right, on a run. Right, so let's just see what right. happens. Oh, okay, they kicked right. it out of bounds. Okay, now we're gonna end it. You know, that that <laughs> being true. a it's basket, true. being raised in basketball, right. and, and and American football. Right. I mean, when the clock expires, 
it expires. Well, so you know, last minute shots. Well, and- that shows you how how much they're running though. That's that they don't stop running. Oh and, my god! And, and so that stoppage is for like when injuries happen or yes, what have you. Yes. And they add it. That makes sense. But but you're again, who, who's who has that stopwatch and who checks that? I right? have no idea. It's so like it, it, it's an arbitrary. It's, 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 and so it it's, seems like it sometimes. Yeah. So I I don't know. I think that you know. I mean, this. What am I to to suggest any suggestions to the most beloved sport in the world but i think that stopping it and then as time expires expiring i think that would grab a few more listeners or watchers like me because i i'm gonna have a hard time with it because of this because i'm like eh, we're at 45 minutes and because i might have to go to the bathroom well the the thing about this is that a lot of people are watching and and you you brought this up last last week was you know it's because it's the united states team right Right, and we're supporting our United States team. Yeah. Well, that's kind of backfiring on them right now. I know. Um, we have some some outspoken people on the now. This, the, I'm having mixed emotions about this because a half a team or a little less than half the team is still singing the national anthem, whereas the rest of them are not. And 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 uh, you know, and, and, one of the ones I do remember scored, and it wasn't well, one of them scored twice, and the other one. So it's the one that only scored once against Vietnam. But she went over to the corner. And and like pointed to her USA. Yeah. And I was like, oh, See, you know, yeah. and that's all I saw. Again, show up late, leave yeah, early. You, right. get, you miss all the other stuff. Well, and if you stay out of it, out of the politics, it can be a clean sport. So I, I hate it for the girls who are, are there supporting the United States. Right. And, you know, and the ones that are making <sighs> a point. What really? What's the point at this point? Right. I mean, I don't you know. On, it's just, it's, on that. Yeah. For for that. My grandpappy. Grandpappy. If you say nothing, did you say grandpappy? My grandpappy said, <laughs> "If you say nothing, you're saying it's okay." So the girls that no, are right. singing it and allowing the ones to disgrace it, they're saying it's okay. Well, I mean, at a certain point, though, what are you going to do? I mean, you, you, you they're well, not—they're not joining the ranks. They're, they're, they're still doing—they're still celebrating the United States. And I mean, it, it'd be different if you're playing for the uh, Austin FC or what have you. But you're on the United States national team. I mean. It, if yeah. you don't like the country, then why are you playing for it? Um, so, so what's going on though is is you have a big portion of the United States who's hoping they lose, yeah, because they they don't feel like they are they're not going to support them if they're not going to support the United States. So it's it's kind of a big topic right now, you know. And because it's happened over in Australia and they're doing it, I think it's it's I think it's I think this is a backfire because I mean, do you remember how popular the Dixie Chicks were? Oh sure, they were huge. Oh, you couldn't stop huge. them. Huge, and them. then they went to England, Spain, they were somewhere That's, in Europe. This is back with uh, they Bush. went. They and yeah. they said something negative against the president. Yeah, and I'm like, it canceled. And them I mean, I mean, yeah, and I mean, so it's one thing. It's like you know, it's like your brother. You know, I can talk smack about my brother all day long, and I can right. smack him around and everything else. But you, but don't not. you do it. Yeah, and it's right. kind of the same thing. It's like when we're inside our own house here in America, and we're having our things. That's 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 brotherly, sisterly right. kind of right. agitation. But when you take that to another country, that's different. That's different. It's just different. It's different. It has a different result, and everyone gets their freedom of speech. They have their freedom of speech. No one is arresting them for doing this. One hundred percent. But no one's free to free of consequence. But th- but the thing is, is it doesn't mean that people have to like it. Right. That's what yeah, I'm saying. You can do it free all day long. Go for it. But you know, so now someone that- kept telling me, you know, uh, when this all started. Gosh, I don't know. You know, uh, the first one I can't remember his name now. Um, he's the the quarterback that nobody wants, but he's mad because nobody wants him because he's not a good quarterback. Um, but he kind of started this. But some, and we're having this thing, and I said, listen, he had. They're like, it's freedom of speech. You just don't understand. No, I understand. I go, but. I disagree. Right. I don't have to agree with your opinion. Right. 
Right. You get, but I'm not going to arrest you. So so I'm, you're getting your freedom of speech, but you're not free of consequence. And that's where people are need to understand the difference. You well, can't just run out and say and do things and not have a negative effect. Yeah, you can do it, but it might it might cause yeah. something. And don't get mad if it does, right? Yeah, yeah get, and don't get mad if it don't yeah, don't yeah. Yeah. Don't, oh. well, you can't know, and like they, can't you, they have a difference yeah, of opinion. You ha- you you believe different than me, you yeah, know? Right. And that's the problem with a lot of things that are going on. And the, like I'm already kind of when it comes to women's soccer, I'm already kind of against it. Right. Because they they the one of them, it's really just one of them that kind of started all this. Uh like sued saying that you know they weren't getting paid the same as men, they're actually getting paid more. They get made paid more percentage on the percentage profit. on the on no 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 the gross income, not the profit. Oh wow, it's the gross. They get paid off gross income, just like football players, right? They get paid off the gross income. They get paid more of a percentage than the men, but they want the same dollar. And that's not how it works. You said football. I was thinking American football. No, I said American football. Saying it's like American football. Right. American football. They get a percentage of the gross profits. I didn't know that. Yes. Yeah. That's what the salary cap's based off of percentage of gross profits, gross income, gross. I'm saying profit. That makes sense. Okay. Gross income. Yeah, that's right. So you know, soccer's the same way, and so but they get a higher percentage of the gross income than the males do, but that's not what they want. They want the same dollar, and I'm afraid that what they don't understand is that negative. Yeah, is that they 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 bring in like three hundred million. The men bring in like three billion. Yeah, right. You know, there's a big difference in in so deal, and I th- you need to understand that if you're getting a higher percentage, you're already wrong. Yeah. And then to complain about it. Well, if they get close to the end and, and what have you, I'll watch it again. But um, one thing before we get out of here yeah. that that is awesome is the Messi effect has taken effect. Oh, he, he is he it's, kicked it's three a- goals, two games. He's killing it. He's doing everything everybody thought he would. He'll change uh, soccer in the United States for sure. He put a Coke bottle on a soccer ball, kicked it through like a 10-inch hole, and the Coke bottle flipped over and landed on the bottom. Like, perfect. It was the most amazing thing I've ever seen. If you That's find- probably CGI. I don't know, man. You, you hope it's not, but it probably I don't know. <laughs> hey, you've been listening to The Home Team with Troy and Wyatt. We hope you've enjoyed what you've heard so far. If you have any questions, please reach out to me at loansfromtroy.com. If you have uh, also, you can give me a call at 855-299-HOME. And as always, this segment is brought to you by Security National Mortgage, where we turn houses into homes by financing your American dream. See you in a minute. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Now with the MLB app, you can get baseball your way. Pick your favorite team, your favorite players, and get customized highlights, stories, and breaking news right on your home feed. Follow the action with Game Tip, where 3D replays add another dimension. Plus, notifications can keep you connected to every pitch, every hit, every game. The MLB app. Baseball, your way. Download it now for free from the App Store or Google Play. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trade parts used with permission.
Hello, Austin, Texas. You're listening to The Home Team with Troy and Wyatt, where we're bringing sports and money together for your education and entertainment. If you have any questions about anything we say today, please reach out to me at loansfromtroy.com or give me a call at 855-299-HOME. And as always, you can reach out to The Wyatt. The Wyatt. And that's on the Facebook. The Facebook. And that's The Home Team 512. That's right. Again, it's The. The. Yeah. The Home Team 512. It's really not. It's just yeah. Facebook. It's that's right. The Home Team 512. <laughs> okay. So that's where yeah. everything is the. All right, all right, all right. Yeah, okay. and you can find that on the YouTube, everywhere but the World Wide Web. And, and, no, on it's the on loansfromtroy.com slash, slash the home team. The home team. Yeah. No and, TikTok yet. Right. No, oh, I can't. Okay. We'll, we'll I get can't do it. it. I'm we'll trying. Get, we'll get to I can't do it. All right. I'm just trying. All right. Um, but hey, this segment is brought to you by Security National Mortgage, where we turn houses into homes by financing your American dream. So, <clears throat> lots to talk about. All right. Lots to talk about because we being, when I say we, the American consumer of the media have been hearing nothing but how the housing market is going to fall so far down a hole that you will it will never recover. Are they still though reporting that? Or is they're that, still that's, that's saying, the they just. I mean, <clears throat> if you, I've so, cut it off a little bit because so I, every day I get up and I have kind of a news feed, and I skim through the news feed and I look for the real estate articles, right? And every you know, I'll, and there's like thirty articles, mm-hmm. not kind of just anything that's real estate. I'll stop, but and every day there's one out of those thirty that talks about the impending doom of the housing market in one way or another, like you know. People that bought in 21 will never, it will take five years to get their money back, you know, or, or you know, housing's appreciation is ended, you know, just something like that. It's always, there's right, always a negative right, article about right, the housing market. Right. Um, and the only negative article that is actually accurate is affordability in large cities. Right. That's it. That's the only one that's actually accurate. All the other negative articles right now are terrible because that's supply and demand. There are about 10 organizations <laughs> that, um, Give out appreciation numbers, okay? okay? I like the FHFA number because it includes cash buyers, okay? That's why I like that number. Zillow is another number that it, people throw out because it's so well-known. They have they have such an amazing marketing engine, right? They, so, they so, do. So Zillow predicts 2023 appreciation numbers. Now, guys, we're, we're over half the year, so we've got solid data at this point. This isn't a guess anymore. This is an extrapolation of data. And coming to a conclusion. Okay. okay? Zillow, did you see I took a long time to that? People are like, what did Zillow say? Yeah. Zillow says the appreciation for 2023 will be, dramatic pause for effect, 10%. Will be the what now? 10%. Will be the increase in value. Will be the appreciation value. So if you started off with a $500,000 home on January 1st, by December 31st, it will be worth $550,000. And are you going with Zillow's um, guesstimation? That's, that's just a- Zillow's numbers. Okay. That's just Zillow. Right. Now, the FHFA has said that it will be 7%. I'm going to go 7%. And I, like I said, I like those numbers. I, 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 I followed those numbers. Let me rephrase it. That's when somebody... I, they're I saying end, by the end I, of the yeah. year, they'll go up 7%. They're saying this year we'll have 7% appreciation. So... And what that means in the general Austin area, I'm going to throw this into some hard numbers, right? Uh, two years from today, mm-hmm. okay? Two years, 7%, two years, a year and a year, right? That means your $483,000 house mm-hmm. will be worth $551,000 at 7%. We were talking earlier. I said Austin's tracking well above 4%. 
Oh, yeah. Well above 4%. Well, they have been. Yeah, and that's the thing is that those are those are real estate or those are mortgage numbers, right? Right. Those are not cash numbers. That's why I like FHFA because it gathers the cash data. Cash, they're they're really – people with cash are really shoving that market up, not down. I would think you would negotiate down. I'm like, hey, I'm buying cash. But it doesn't work that way in the so mortgage industry. FHFA is the Federal Housing Finance Agency? Mm-hmm. They're saying 7%. Okay. And they, like I said, the numbers that they calculate include cash purchases. Okay. So that's why I like that number. So that's 7%. And again, that means – Nationwide. Nationwide, yes. But that means your $483,000 house today and two years from now is worth 551000 and some change. Yeah. But big cities like Austin and growing mm-hmm. cities like Austin, mm-hmm. right, it might be the Zillow 10%. Yes, yes. I mean, well, and it's housing and, and affordability and all that sort of stuff. I think I think the 10% is in is more of the affordability areas. I think Austin is just harder. There's just if we you're have, running out of people that can afford homes at $600,000. Well, I mean, it, 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 we're, yeah, we're we're trying to get to a recession, right? We're, yeah. we're not quite there. Are we there, you think? Well, we will definitely discuss the recession in the next topic when we talk about the the Fed hiking of the rates and all and inflation and things like that. Yeah. So that's that's definitely something. But we if should, the mortgage um, uh, rate comes down, then that's where we're going to get to that seven percent. So it's kind of looking like oh, they yeah. think it's going to come down a little bit, and we're going to have a boom. Or, uh, you, well, you or know, is it the, is it the, the have tos that are no? It, it's the have tos, and it's the natural. It, it's supply and demand. Right. Right. So if you go to um, the L and M Lending Facebook page, mm-hmm. right uh, on there, it has a it has a graph, and it talks about population and homes. Right. And it's got population way up here. If you can't see, I'm kind of pointing a big up there towards my right. You know. And then it's got homes, and I'm pointing way down there for homes, right? So supply and demand. There are more people than there are homes. So supply and demand is the biggest reason as to why homes are still appreciating. Because mm-hmm. there are, we've discussed this, there are, according to data, in the, the greater Austin area, 2.3 million people. Okay. That's the number, 2.3. In the greater Austin area, there's 2.3. Wow. So that incre- that's the circle. That's a Round Rock, Buda, you know. Almost um, all the way to Elgin, Lago kind of thing. No, 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 no. That's not. That's just a, that's just a Buda. Buda oh, Kyle. Wow. Yeah, okay. that doesn't include San Marcos. San Marcos rolls all, a little bit further into the other deal. So that's what I'm saying. That's 2.3 million that's people. a lot of people. Right? That's a lot, right? There are exactly 9,631 homes available to sell. Of those, 3,110 of them are already under contract. So that means that there are 6,521 total homes available for a population of 2.3 million. It's hard to to lose value, right? It's kind of like diamonds, right? Right. I mean, they're. Not, I mean, other than, I mean, other than earrings and wedding rings, what are they good for? But boy, they are expensive. Sure, they are. Why? Because they're hard to find and they're very rare. You know. But are they? I don't know. I'm just kidding. They grow. They grow I now. Go, I, won't go, I won't go down that road. <laughs> yeah, but I'm just saying. I mean, that's kind of you know. You know, they grow. You know, so yeah. that's what we need to do. We need right. to grow homes. So we're well, we're they're doing 3D that. printing. They're doing that. They're doing that. <laughs> you know, um, so that that is what is driving these numbers. It's not. You know, there's nothing. In, you know, when you get married, or and even today, when you just let me rephrase, you don't get married. You you just become monogamous with someone, right? You have a family. And you know what? If you have a family, you might be able to get by for a year or two in that, you know, one bedroom apartment. But by year three, you got to do something. And, and, you know, and the last thing, and at this point you become a parent and there's that nesting and effect of being a parent. And what's that? Well, I got to buy a house with a yard and a nice school, right? So I have to go get a home. 
right? And there are more millennials than ever hitting that prime age of monogamy, I guess is a better word than marriage, right? Because people aren't getting married like they were. Monogamy and, and children. And so they're, they're, the first-time homebuyers are huge. And right now, first-time homebuyers are driving this market. The good thing for first-time homebuyers is that the first-time homebuyer programs out there have never been as great as they are right now. So if you if you are a first-time homebuyer, uh, there are so many things out there. The rates can be a little bit better. The, the cash to close can be a little bit better. The down payment can be paid for. So that's definitely something you want to reach out to me at loansfromtroy.com or the phone number 855-299-HOME. It's definitely for first-time homebuyers right now. It's the best market first-time homebuyers had in a long time. It really is. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah. yeah. Um, I mean, well, you say a long time. In the last three years. <laughs> when you live month to month right, right, right. <laughs> and, and i don't mean financially i mean economic you know but as like far the last as business three years for sure yeah for i mean sure. yeah i mean you know a first-time homebuyer didn't even i had realtors i'd get first-time homebuyers come to me to get qualified to get them qualified and i would send them to a realtor and the realtor's like i can't get them a home right so i don't want i don't want the lead i had realtors turning down leads because they knew they couldn't get a first-time homebuyer alone a home they just couldn't they couldn't compete because of the um, the fifteen offers, the right. fifty thousand dollars overall right, listing, exactly. all that crazy stuff. It's not happening now, <clears throat> right. right? And there's there's data out there that shows that a hundred thousand dollars over list at two point nine nine is way worse financially than seven uh, percent at list. That makes sense with closing costs. The dollars aren't there. The cost of the the frenzy mm-hmm. compared to today it's not but it's very hard for people to understand because i'm like people are like oh my god interest rates are this i'm like yes but here's the closing cost here's this here's this it's 200 you know we did a number in two years from now you would save 200 dollars a month when the interest rate was at five as opposed to seven right not even 200 it's like 187 right based right. off of today's um, at 4% appreciation. And now we found out 7% is appreciation, so I'll have to redo the numbers. But if you go 7% today or 5% in two years from now, you would save like 187 bucks. But you would spend at $32,000 more to save that 187 bucks for 24 months because in 24 months, you would just refinance. So it would still cost you $32,000 to save less than 4800 it's a good time to buy. Yeah. Get out there and buy. Yeah, it's a concept. People yeah. need to understand the concept. Um, housing, you know, there are stocks, you know, we, we have to, we'll move into the money segment, you know, but there's only two real things that the average person can can do, right? Uh, you know, to to move themselves to the next level, stocks and real estate, you know, both both are skyrocketing right now, but people are still buying stocks, right? Same same sort of concept, you know. It's it's not timing the market; it's time in the market. Right. And as long as the market has, you know, the everybody, as long as the market doesn't have the oversaturation of homes, it's hard to it's hard for it to crash. Right. Right. It may slow down. It may stall, like we did at the beginning of the year. But we didn't we didn't crash. We didn't even lose value. You know. Um. So that's kind of that's what people need to understand. If you are you need, if you're interested in Having a financial secure future, you need to be looking at real estate and stocks. Hey, you've been listening to The Home Team with Troy and Wyatt. We hope you've enjoyed what you've heard so far. If you have any questions about anything we've said, please reach out to me at loans 
from Troy.com, or you can give me a call at 855-299-HOME. And as always, this segment is brought to you by Security National Mortgage, where we turn houses into homes by financing your Hello, Austin, Texas. You're listening to The Home Team with Troy and Wyatt, where we bring sports and money together for your education and entertainment. If you have any questions about anything we say today, please reach out to me at loansfromtroy.com or give me a call at 855-299-HOME. And as always, this segment is brought to you by Security National Mortgage, where we turn houses into homes by financing your American dream. Excellent. And don't forget... Why it's on the Facebook. The Facebook. That's the home team 512. And you, this is also on the YouTube. That's right. It is the YouTube. Okay. I, I'll go with it. Yeah. The home team 512. Okay. Yeah. It is. You're such a good yeah. boss. You don't say go to YouTube. You say go to the YouTube. No, you don't. That's all right. You, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Is, you say go to Google or you say go to the Google? No, you say it's it's on Google or Google it. <sighs> Just say it. It's the Google. Yeah. yeah. Did you see it on YouTube? Not the YouTube. No, did you see it on the YouTube? No, uh, yeah. It's the YouTube. No, you just. Yeah. It's the. It's you're like the, the share. Did you say your 1969 model? 1970. I said the 71 model. Okay, okay. I'm just playing. <laughs> yeah. And so, you know, this is, there's a lot going There's more to talk about. There's a lot going on. Um, This is the money segment. And what is important about the money segment right now? There's not much to talk about. Not oh much money. Gosh. I'm just playing. Um, there's so much going on. <clears throat> um, So, the. The Fed raised mm-hmm. a quarter, uh, which we expected them to raise in July. Their right. next meeting is in September, late September, like the 26th or something like that. That's their next meeting. Um, and he he didn't say he would. Didn't say he wouldn't. Right? He This is the first time because usually he's like, hey, you know, we just got to keep going. So, um, so that was hope for the mortgage industry. Um, and we will have two full months of data before they meet again. So we would like to think that um, from his less than severely painful hawkish comments that the rate hiking has come to the end. Or there, if there is one more, that would be the next one. It's kind so of the way he made it sound. You're, you're thinking that he he might have a, a change of mind, is what you're saying. I'm saying that I think he's I think he's finally feels he's gotten to the, to the deal. So, but he has unfortunately, and this is the part that I hate to say this because this is as as straightforward as it comes. He unfortunately, he has made it very clear that he wants to see job market falter. Mm-hmm. Right. That was exactly that was all he's talking about. He's like the the numbers have softened. Is what he said, which means they have gotten worse mm-hmm. for the economy. He goes, he said the numbers have softened, uh, but they're not where we think they should be. That's what he said. Mm-hmm. So that means he wants more job loss to quell inflation. That's what he's looking for. He's doing a good job. <laughs> <laughs> he's doing a good job. I know lots of yeah. friends and family members yeah. who are suffering right now. Yeah. yeah. Well, and the the hard part about it is that. If you use the the normal unemployment number that we have used my whole life, right? Unemployment rate is this, right? It's like still in the threes, right? Three percent. So you're like, well, people are fighting for jobs. No, the the job pool of willing workers has shrunk. 
okay, um, because of the pandemic, mm-hmm. plain and simple. So there are a lot of people that quit their jobs mm-hmm. um, or lost their job and and aren't caring to find another one. Right. Okay, whether they just prematurely retired, whether they went kind of self-employed and don't really and don't and no longer in the job pool, but there's they are, you know what I'm saying? Right. But they don't they're not they're not filing unemployment things like that, right. you know, or they're just not working. And you know, like you know, um, a partner, one of the partners took off from work and now stays at home with the children, mm-hmm. right? Um, it used to be we very similar. You know, the mom took off. No, that's not the fact. I mean, there are, I I know a lot of uh, husbands that have taken off. To stay home and take care of the children, so you know the houses are going reverting back to single income homes, mm-hmm. um, things like that, and so the job pool to has gotten smaller. Mm-hmm. So as we're less and less job openings, I'm lowering my hand down as I'm saying this. Less and less job openings are happening. There's less and less people to compete. So that's why we're staying at that record low three something unemployment because there's just left people less people trying to get a job. Right. That's what's going on. Um and so it it's it's hard I think it's hard for the government when they see cuz they're looking at the 3.9 and they're like, "Hey, this is 3.9. This number is way too low for us to curb inflation." So we need to stall the economy and so we can get that number up, right? Well, it's not going up. They're like, well, I don't know what to do. Let's just keep doing it. Let's just until we get that number up, and that's what's happening, and that's why they're doing it. And the number's not going up because there's just not that as many people looking for a job that are ever going to be looking for a job. Right. <clears throat> so, um, you know, people have stopped collecting unemployment because they've been on it so long. Things like that. They just fall off. They just disappear. Right. Instead of going into, they're still unemployed. They're just no longer eligible for benefits, so they fall off the numbers. Right. Um, those sort of things are happening. So it's given the government a false sense of economic strength because like you i do feel i know a lot of people that are struggling and i don't know a lot of people that are struggling when unless we're in a recession right but according to all the data we're not in a recession Hmm. and i I, you know but i think that's they're 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 setting the 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 marks right of of what recession is are they the same marks always or is it is it that's an arbitrary number that they make up each time well it used to be very simple back-to-back gross domestic products right um below zero right Right. a negative gdp is a recession right we had that last year and they said no 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 gdp below that and unemployment above this so, so changed, they changed the market. They did change it because if they didn't, then last year we had a recession. It was just it was just two quarters. Okay, you know, it was six months and it was over. Okay. Um, I, someone mentioned to me. He said this may be the first recession where everybody's working, and he may be right because what's happening is, and uh, we'll just use the tech industry because we're in Austin and it's a big industry in Austin. Mm-hmm. The tech industry was um, understaffed and they were paying high dollars. Right. right? Well, now everybody went to school and became some sort of tech engineer, software, you know, all that. You know, Well, now the tech industry is a little bit saturated. Mm-hmm. So if you have somebody that you're paying $150,000 and you got another guy you could do who could do it for $65,000, you are going to lay this person off and replace them, right? So, so, this person, so this person comes off unemployment. This person goes on unemployment. So the number stays zero. The delta is zero. Um, and that's kind of what's happening. So they're, but they've, the company has lowered their... Their costs. They're they're driving down wages on these overwaged industries right now. That's what's happening, and so that's why everybody still has a job. Because I would rather make seventy five than nothing. Than nothing, right? And that's kind of that's kind of where we're at. 
Yeah, survival. With that, yeah, and with that. So what we need to be, you need to be looking for and paying attention to is the inflation numbers, right? So PCE, the consumer, uh, the, the CP, Say that C, CP, the consumer <laughs> pr- price expenditure, um, is how much you and I spent. Right. Okay. That's the number. Now there are two types. There's the retail and the core. Core is when they they um, strip out all the things they can't control because you can't because the government cannot control the price of oil, theoretically. Um, you know things like that. Um, so that number we are expecting the retail number to be somewhere in the twos, two two seven two eight two nine is okay. what we're yeah. And that's that's a big number considering it was like ten nine percent. You know, a year ago. Um, so that's a big number. Uh, we're expecting the core uh, to be somewhere in the middle to upper threes. So if those two numbers come like that, I mean, the, the work that the Fed has done or is has tried to do has been done. They need to let it finish itself out, right? Um, but we'll see. You know, so we'll see. So I think by September, I think that all the data will be out and everything will be what they think it and they will see it. And then um, we Everything will stabilize because that's what that's all I want in the mortgage industry is a stabilization because right. rates going up, rates coming down. It's just it's painful. It's painful for a borrower because they right. buy a house, they lock in a rate, they move into the home, and the next week the rates drop a half a percent. I'm like, you know, it's painful when you're trying to help people out. Yeah, right? you know, and, and it's just you know, I'm like, well, and they're like, well, what happened? I'm like, well, the rates were higher last last right. month. You know, can't do anything about yeah. that. Yeah. Um, and so, and then they're like, well, let's refinance. I'm like, well, you can't until you have enough equity and you've been right. in the home a year. You know, right. so there's so those are the things. So having a more of a st- stability in our industry will help because right. it's just hard. You know, because as a bar, you come in like, hey, because I've had people come in in February when the rates were in the, you know you know, mid sixes and then the rates jump to mid sevens. They, they're like, ah, I'm not interested in buying right now. They come back, rates are mid sevens. They can't afford what they were looking at. Right. Um, you know, those sort of things. So the, those are the things that are happening with this account, with the, the Fed kind of giving these, these signals, mixed signals. Right. Yeah. Well, hopefully it changed soon. Yeah. Well, it's, uh, you know, it's, it's with everything else, it must work itself out. Right. Yeah. And, and this is, unfortunately, this is kind of, it's, you know, it's it's the the backside of the economic boom that was the pandemic, right. the housing market boom that was the pandemic. That was this is the backside of it, right? You know, think of it as like this big tidal wave. You know, because you know, a tidal, big tidal wave comes, but when it wash, then it washes out. It's just as painful going out as it was coming in, sure. right? And so it came in, and we were all excited because we were all riding the wave in. Well, it crashed, and now and now it's all. All of the, it's all rolling itself back out, and this is the painful part of of every. And this is where I try to explain that you know yin and yang and life's you know positive and negatives are always it always balances out you know. But even if they jump in and, and it's a half mm-hmm. a point uh, less the following month, mm-hmm. they still did a good thing. Yes, because the appreciation clock was started. Yeah, um, absolutely. You start the appreciation clock. We've talked about that. You're going to get seven to ten percent, and in in a in a year from now, you can appraise, you can refinance based off of. The new appraisal, if you put enough money down, you can refinance before a year. So you just, those sort of things. Um, Yeah, but again, you've got to get, because if you don't, because if you don't buy the house today, right? I mean, in 24 months, it's going to be worth $100,000 more. That's I right. mean, we just did the math. You just take 483000 times 1.07, right? And then that's your new number. And then times 1.07 again, that's your second year. That's two years of appreciation. Which 483 goes to 551. Which is crazy. Yeah. I mean, I, I would love... To have that on any investment I had in the world, I mean that is seven. You know, was that seventy thousand dollars in appreciation, and you spent 
10? Right. You gained $70,000 on $10,000 investment? I mean, who wouldn't want to do that? Hey, everyone, you've been listening to The Home Team with Troy and Wyatt. We hope you've enjoyed what you heard so far. If you have any questions, please reach out to me at loansfromtroy.com or give me a call at 855-299-HOME. And this segment was brought to you by Security National Mortgage, where we turn houses into homes by financing your American dream. See you in just a minute. Texas, you're listening to The Home Team with Troy and Wyatt, where we bring sports and money together for your education and entertainment. If you have any questions about anything we say today, please reach out to me at loansfromtroy.com or give me a call at 855-299-HOME. And that phone number is for mortgage-related questions only. Also, this segment is brought to you by Security National Mortgage, where we turn houses into homes by financing your American dream. Yay! Hey, and just don't don't forget. If you have any questions about anything we've said or done, this is you. And you want to see what we said? Loansfromtroy.com. Yeah, we're the home team. Five one two on the Wyatt or the Facebook, which is the Wyatt's Hangout, um, or the YouTube five one two. Most definitely. Hey, and then you know, I think we so real estate. Most important today, real estate is that um, if you look at laws of supply, you can go to the Facebook page at LNM Lending uh, LNM Lend- LNM Lending. Let me uh-huh. just make sure because it's a lot. It's backwards, so yeah. it confuses everybody. Um, there is a graph: supply and demand in the housing market it shows about the number of people and the number of houses. Okay. And, um, and that's a big difference. If you look at 2008 and 2000 day, 2022, you'll see the difference and the reason why um, supply and demand laws are are way way more accurate than someone's clickbait opinion. Yeah. Right. Um, Fed, the Fed raised the rates. It doesn't affect your mortgage because the mortgage knew it was happening and they had priced it before that. Um, the And they're based off of inflation, which inflation numbers are sh- coming way down really fast. So we do hope by September, the end of September, we'll have some good news. And the Fed will stop raising rate and we finally have some stability in our market. That's what we're looking for. I like it. And, you know, with that being said, that's the hard work. That's what we're here for. You know, and, you know, you do your work, then you have some fun. You have some fun. You talk about a lot of things, and there is something that's I wanted to throw past you. What's that? So there is no, no denying no, that no. the the Longhorn football coach, which we call you know Coach Sark, mm-hmm. is considered one of the better offensive minded coaches in the country. Right? Okay. I mean, that's one of the things. They, there's, and I mean, everybody says that, right? Right. Um, but. His time here at the University of Texas has been marred by second-half failures, letdowns, mm-hmm. fallouts, overcomes. I mean, he has lost more than half of his games when he was leading either at the end of the third quarter, end of the fourth quarter, or or real close, but leading in the second half. Right. He's lost more than, more than half of his losses. He was leading in the second half. Right. Right? I don't know the number, and I should have looked that up. So, the question, everybody's like throwing this, oh, throwing all this thing up. And I'm like, guys, when he was the coach, the, the offensive coordinator at Alabama, he never, that was, not a, that was not a thing, the second half thing. So, everybody's thinking that, you know, he's not who he is. And, I, and what, I, what I don't think people understand is that 
he's the head coach now, right? He calls the plays, and he's the head coach. So he has yet to learn how to be a head coach and decipher the defense's adjustments at game time. Right? Does that make sense? Because he's the head coach. It's different. You got to. You know, are we punting? Seems are like we? you stayed up late at night thinking about this. It was well You've because lost some I'm, sleep I'm like, about this. I'm like, how can you be up thirty-one to seven in the first half and lose the game forty-five thirty-eight? You know, I just, you know, what I'm saying the de- the defenses are adjusting at halftime, and he is not countering the adjustment here at the University of Texas, but he was countering it at the places he was so before. Where was but, he a head coach at before? He was a head coach at uh, USC and Washington. Washington. Yes. And what was his records there? Uh, well, his so he took over Washington, took over a, a failed team, okay. and he ended up being nine and three okay. on his third year. Okay. Right. Um, and then he was hired at USC, and I think his second year he did really he did really good, another nine and three in his second year. But then his third year is when he had his personal problems and he fell off. Okay. And then so the third year is kind of you know so he, he you know that's what I'm saying is that but the difference. The difference was at those other places, he didn't have this second half issue, but he didn't call the plays, right? And that's what he said when he got here. He said, I'm going to call the plays because this is my team and I'm responsible for the offense, so I'm going to call the plays. So he's calling the plays as the head coach where he wasn't before. He was the offensive coordinator directing everything but not calling the plays. Okay. So I think that he hasn't quite learned how to identify because there's just a lot going on as a head coach. You have to be paying attention to the defense and everything else because right. you know, cause you're responsible um, as opposed to being an offensive coordinator sitting in the booth and just that's all you do is that. And so I think he needs that. I think you know his help – I think he needs to learn how to how Delegation. to how to identify Delegation. those those adjustments, whether it's him or someone. You know, it's like any business, yeah. any business and you're I, in. Yeah. It's it's all about yeah. delegation. You know, and, and so I I'm excited because this has been identified okay. last year and things like that. So that gives him the whole offseason. So I I am expecting a different second half offensive team. This year, for two reasons. One, I think that he has identified the, the shortcoming, set a plan in place to fix it, and he now has a fully developed football team that is of his own making. So, you know, in the in the first year, five and seven, he, you know, you're just, you know, it was oil, a rough one. Oil, water, gas, oxygen, you know, it's, yeah. and and so, but it's hard to it's hard to implement your change. He didn't have any trust. Like, hey. You know they can only run these fifteen plays. <laughs> you know? Right, right. So if we throw this other play in there, and it's it's a mess. You know, so you know, and in the second year he developed that trust. You could see that trust develop as the year went on. So again, I, you know, we will see. I I I am very excited about to see what's happening on this. I'm wow. almost almost as excited to watch the Aggies play. I am so excited to watch the Aggies play this you year. You want to see them? Fail. I, you want to see them fail? So, I, no, 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 no. I don't want to see them fail. All right. I, it's All like right. I, that's not. I, this is I. I want to, okay. So when you're driving down the road, and a car just spins out and goes out of control and hits the side of the road, hits the side of something, you kind of want to watch it, right? right? Like, right? It has nothing to do with being Aggies. It has to do with Mr. Fisher and Mr. Petrino. I think it's honestly the more and more I'm reading and the more and more I'm seeing, I think it's gonna be great. And that's why, because I will tell you I right think, now, I think, I think I think Jimbo they're, Fisher they're is saying everything. You would expect him or you would want him to say he is. Say, I mean, it is like he is reading from a press card. <laughs> yeah. He is saying he is saying right. the absolute 
perfect things right now. Right. He's like, why would I hire him if I didn't trust him to call the but, plays? But the thing is, is, is if, you, if, if people, people aren't really thinking about is Jimbo's not dumb. And so he needs a patsy. So if it's not going to work out. He wants to be as far away from it as possible, right? So, you know what I'm saying? He was the one calling last time. Well, y'all y'all can't get mad at me because I, I hired y'all, y'all. I listened to y'all. I listened to the masses. Yeah. And I hired. So he's buying himself one more year. <laughs> That's what I'm You know what I'm saying? He's not, a, he's not an idiot. Yeah. So I, I don't think he is going to jump in for the fact that he he can point a finger at somebody else and go, well, we can just fire him and hire someone else because he doesn't want to get fired, right? Well, so, he can get fired. He's got guaranteed well, contracts. He's, he's got. Well, he can. He can. They can, can buy him out. They can buy him out. Yeah, they can buy him out. But uh, but he's he's. I think he's a, he's like a you know um uh like Longhorns old coach um uh I just went blank on his name. Why was what on my brain today? But Herman. No. Uh, Strong. One of the best recruiters of all time. Mac Brown. Thank you. Um, I don't know why I went blank. Uh, Mac Brown. He's like a Mac Brown. Mac Brown wasn't the best play caller in the world. Not at all. One of the best recruiters of all time. They won national championships because of his recruiting. Mm-hmm. And so um, once he started letting other people you know, play the calls, or call the plays, rather, they started winning. So I think I think it's a smart move. I'm excited to see what they can do with it. Yeah. And so here's just so you all know online when you're watching this, this is what I'm waiting for, to see fourth and two. And you've been running all day long. You've been yeah. running. You're averaging like five yards a, a run. Fourth and two. And Petrino sees sees the box loaded and calls a pass play. Sees it. He's like, I've been dreaming for this one play. I've been scheming for this is the play. I've been playing. And Jimbo goes, absolutely, because he's going to, this is what he's going to do. He's going to turn around, and he's going to look up at the booth where he's sitting, and he's going to yell yeah. at him. <laughs> and I'm telling you, this is. I don't think I, it's going to happen. I, you know, I, I don't know. We're going to see. I, I don't think it's going to happen. But I'm telling you I what, think, I, think I have just, gone and bought 72 boxes of popcorn. So that I can sit and watch every game. I am. I may never actually boxes of popcorn. I may actually never watch a game, but I'm gonna. I'm gonna TiVo them. I say that because Mac Brown said TiVo. I'm gonna TiVo them in your honor. I'm gonna TiVo them all so that I have the game on hand. All right. That it happens because I want to see it. I want. I want to see it live, but I don't um, have to see it live. But I want to see it real. I'm hoping it happens. I hope. I'm hoping it happens. Uh, You're hoping it happens. Uh, no, that they they're successful. Oh, gotcha. Yeah. Okay, I'm hoping it happens that they they click together. Because you know what? I tell you what, no, nothing like a two strong Texas teams coming back to play each other after a long. Do you know that drop. they have never really played each other as two strong teams? They, they well, there's mm-hmm. been some years, but it's, it's been and some they've years. never played each other for for a meaningful game. They have never played for like the winner of this game wins the the conference. Well, yeah. They have never had that game, and in a hundred years they've never have had the game. It's the weirdest thing to me. I don't me. know about that. No, one I'll, team. I'll do my it's it's and it's really weird. Yes, dude. But one team has always been good, and the other team has always been bad. Like back when Metcalf was awesome, and, the, and they were doing really good, they beat them. Um, the that was the Aggies were all, that was the Jackie yeah. Cheryl Palin years. Yeah. They were they were that was, they were that was they, the Blitz Brothers. They were yeah. phenomenal yeah. Yeah, then, right. and the Longhorns weren't. Yeah, they were good. They were not only because they got beat. They were not. No, no. They had the they had the miracle year of eighty two. Other right. than that, the eighties were horrible. Trust me, I was in high school. I remember every year. <laughs> I remember the Aggies. Three dollar tickets, yeah. empty stadium. The Aggies were what six? That was six, yeah. six to four on that in those two years in the eighties. Six four. I don't I think remember so. the exact numbers. Yeah. I just remember the seventy five thirty eight. Yeah. Well, I'm excited. Football's yeah. about to start. Dude, uh, yeah, spring. Hunting season's about to start. Fall uh, camps in, is everybody's getting uh, stretching out, Can't loosening wait. up, working on their diet plans, all that sort of stuff. 
Um, super excited. And, and so it's, I mean, it's like, I want to say, um, it's not like uh, the, sh- the poltergeist, they're back. It's not like that. It's more like, you know, Arnold Schwarzenegger. I'll be back. It's it's an exciting <laughs> it is, time. It is exciting. Um, you know, just a few more weeks camp. We'll be t- bringing in as much information as we can, and just so you know, I am as excited as Wyatt to watch the Aggies, but for completely different reasons. <laughs> hey, everyone, you've been listening to the Home Team with Troy and Wyatt. We hope you've enjoyed what you've heard. If you have any questions about anything we've said, please reach out to me at loansfromtroy.com. Give me a call eight five five two nine nine home. And as always, this segment is brought to you by Security National Mortgage. We will see you next week. Have a good one. Baseball is back, and so is MLB.tv. Watch every out-of-market, regular-season game on your favorite streaming devices. Anywhere, anytime, all season long. Follow the action live or on demand. Track four games at once with multi-view mode. And catch up with in-game highlights. Plus, original programs, minor league broadcasts, and local pre- and post-game shows. Go to MLB.tv to start your free trial today. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission.